You are listening to Package Your Genius, a conversation designed to give you clarity on your calling and serve as a catalyst for your career. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. Welcome back to Package Your Genius. So yesterday I talked about step one of the personal branding process I detail in my book, Package Your Genius. I talked about how to get clear on your genius offer and getting clear is really the first step of anyone building something powerful when it comes to personal branding. So I thought I would take the last few episodes of my podcast every day in the month of June challenge to just talk through those five steps and share a few new insights that I've had. So I want to talk about step two, which is make the case. And that is step two in the Package Your Genius process, which I write about in Package Your Genius, five steps to build your most powerful personal brand. And I want to read you the introduction to the second step uh, from the book directly and then share a couple more thoughts. So Early in my public relations career, I knew I needed to reach a broader audience if I wanted my business to grow. I decided that a good step for me to take would be to write for a national business publication to expand my exposure. I was steadily building my list of media contacts, and I have been writing consistently two to three times per week on my own blog. I reached out to an editor friend and requested the opportunity to write for his magazine. In my pitch, I included links to the type of stories I could produce. These were pieces I'd already published on my own blog, so the editor just had to click through to see my writing style and determine whether or not I was a good fit. Within a few weeks, I was offered a regular writing position for the magazine, a widely circulated national business publication. I was thrilled. And since then, I've counseled many clients on how to land guest writing opportunities as well, as media commentary, of course. I often reflect back on the experience of pitching myself to get that first business column. The process is really the same for making any good pitch, whether you're trying to secure a media segment or a promotion. Before you pitch yourself for a next level opportunity, the first thing you'll need is a portfolio, evidence of past work that shows what you've done. You'll need to demonstrate your past capabilities if you want the person you're pitching to take you seriously. How can you make the case for your brand? How can you illustrate what you've already done? What evidence do you have to support a new opportunity? Ponder these questions as you learn to make the case for your gifts. Before you ask someone to give you an opportunity, come armed with evidence to support your request, then go ahead and shoot your shot. So that was the introduction to section two from the book, Make Your Case. And I have said it before, and I stand by the statement that you have to make the case for what you want and what you've done rather in order to get what you want. Now, simply having the epiphany that you want to do something different work-wise is not enough. You need receipts to back up your claims if you want people to actually pay you. But where I see most people getting stuck is they fail to look at the evidence and results they're closest to. And by that, I mean the unpaid work, 
the help you lended a friend, the time that you totally helped a family member regroup, save money, or plan the vacation of a lifetime. Most people think that if their results aren't tied to paid work, they don't count. Or if they're not tied to formal training, like a certification program or a degree, they don't count. But all you need to have evidence that you can do what you're telling people you can do is a repeated pattern of success. Whether you trained for it or it came by you naturally, if people keep showing up to get a solution from you and you keep delivering, this is work you're capable of being compensated for. I'm going to say that again. Whether you trained for it or you came by it naturally, if people keep showing up to get a solution from you and you keep delivering, this is work you're capable of being compensated for. So when you look over the evidence, what is your life telling you? What is your work telling you? And what are your results telling you? Now look closely at the support you give people who may not compensate you or may not have compensated you in the past. Notice I didn't say the work you do for people who don't compensate you because oftentimes the genius we share in those moments with friends and family or even strangers who happen upon us and we're able to just help them in a moment. Oftentimes it's not difficult. It requires such little effort from us that if it weren't for the praise others give us, we wouldn't even realize the impact we've made. And it can be a tough thing to think about building a business around something that feels effortless because work is supposed to require effort, right? Work is supposed to be hard, right? Wrong. If I were to go out on a limb, I would bet you that day after day, month after month, the people with immediate access to you are benefiting from your most purposeful work. The work that doesn't require you to be anything other than who you already are naturally at your core. And you're probably leaving some impact on the table if you're not open to widening the circle of people who have the opportunity to experience your most natural gifts, whatever form those gifts take. Even if you already have a successful business or career, more often than not, there's some gem that you're leaving on the table if you can think through your effortless evidence. And by effortless evidence, again, I simply mean the results that it almost feels wrong to claim as like success. Um, the things we've done and the way we've helped people that we don't even necessarily think about including in our portfolio or our LinkedIn profile because we were just helping out a friend. We were just supporting a family member. We were just doing something that comes naturally to us. But that effortless evidence is a key to the work that you, I think, are born to do. So even if you're happy with what you're doing now, that thing you do so easily could be the key to your next service, the next thing that you offer, the next level of growth, or your next professional pivot if you're not happy, right? So if you're happy with where you are, thinking through some of the effortless evidence that you may not even be claiming could open you up to a new service or another level. And if you find that you are not happy in what you're doing, again, 
that effortless evidence could be the key to your pivot so you can do something else. So here's an exercise. Let's underthink our past results. Let's underthink our past evidence. Let's look for the evidence that doesn't even feel right to claim because the work didn't feel like work and the tasks were so easy. It's there in that effortless evidence that true purpose can be found. I'm curious to hear what effortless evidence you have. And I'm going to let you know it's going to require some serious thought to even get to this because most of us are blind to our effortless evidence. But the good news is it truly can come up when we reflect on what people are thanking us for. And some of the phrases and praise or even just the notes of thanks or the sentiments that people share when they let us know how they're grateful for us or they're thankful for how we've helped them. So don't lean so much on what you think you did because we typically undersell to ourselves the impact we're making to others when it comes to this effortless evidence. I really want you to think about what people are saying, the words they're using when they talk about how you've helped them, even in passing. So don't downplay it. Don't dismiss it. Don't say, oh, it's nothing. Oh, that was nothing. There's a, there's a sign right there. If you find yourself saying, oh, it was nothing, that's probably effortless evidence. And with that effortless evidence, you can find results, services, products, uh, offers, businesses, new career paths that could probably either add money to your bank account or make you feel a lot more fulfilled professionally than you do at the moment. So we'd love to hear about your effortless evidence. Hit me up on social media. I'm at Packager Genius on Instagram, Amanda Mogul on Twitter. And of course, you can comment wherever you are listening to this podcast episode.